Welcome to Ch Pastor's Chat today. Thank you so much for being a part of this chat with us as we learn what it really means to love God and then to have the evidence in our life, the proof in our life that we do love God. Remember, that's what the whole book of 1 John is about, the evidence. The evidence that will be in our life if we are a son of God, a child of God, and if we are in fellowship with God. If we say over and over again, John says, in other words, don't be a liar. Don't say something and not have the reality of that truth in your life. Three tests, the test of truth, the test of obedience, and the test of love. And of course, the greatest of these tests is probably love because that's the evidence that you're in the truth and that you are indeed obeying God. Now, we have been looking at four things that happen when we really love God in the last passage in chapter 4 and the first verses of chapter 5. And there are four evidences. Number one, we'll have boldness. We'll have confidence. We will not fear. We will not worry because perfect love, maturing, growing love of God cast out fear. Fear has torment. It keeps us paralyzed. It keeps us in a state of constant uh, demeaning ourselves, putting ourselves down, discouragement, defeated, because we do not truly love God like we should and know Him like we should. And so when we have perfect love, it casts out fear. We also are honest if we say, if a man says, if we say. In other words, we don't have to pretend or be a hypocrite. We don't have to put on and wonder what others are thinking because we know what God is thinking and we know our heart is right with God and we're accepted with God. And then third, we know that we will have joyful obedience. We will be like a son obeying a loving father, wanting to please our father, not a slave having to obey our master. Oh, that's what he says there. We will uh, obey him because his commandments are not grievous. They're not burdensome. They're not weighty on upon, upon us. And then the last thing we've been looking at here is when we do really have a growing, maturing love, a perfect love, guess what happens? We'll have faith that overcomes the world. We will have victory. And that's what we're looking at. Remember what happens when we get away from God. We drift. Hebrews talks about drifting away from God. It's friendship with the world. We just start trying to be a friend of the world and a friend of God at the same time. That's why James 1 says that kind of faith won't make it because a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways and he can't please God. James 1, don't forget that. Friendship with the world is enmity with God. And when we're enmity at enmity with God and we're a friend with the world, we start drifting away. Then we are spotted by the world. James 1, 27. Pure religion and undefiled before God and the fathers, to visit the fatherless and the widows in their affliction, and to keep yourself unspotted from the world. So when you make a friendship with the world, you start getting spotted with the world. You start looking and sounding and smelling like the world. And then we end up loving the world. And that's why he says in 1 John 2, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. And then the next thing you know, we are conformed to the world. And that's why Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, Don't be conformed to the world, but be a transformed by the renewing of your mind that you might prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Oh, how powerful that is. If we are to have a growing, maturing faith, we must cultivate a friendship with Christ, with Jesus Christ. Abraham, he did that. Remember, he's called the friend of God. How did he do that? 
Well, when he sinned, he confessed his sins and came back to Bethel. He came back to the altar. He came back to the place of fellowship. He confessed his sins. When we fail, and we will, when we not get knocked down, and we will get knocked down, we come back and say, God, I'm sorry. I have failed. Please forgive me. And we cultivate that friendship. We want that friendship with God more than the friendship of the world. And then the friendship begins to influence our lives because as we walk with God in His Word, as we walk with His people, the brothers in Christ, as we walk in the Spirit and obey Him, guess what? Our lives grow more and more like Him. And then finally, our friendship with Christ and our becoming like Him will lead to a greater and a deeper love for Jesus Christ. And we love Him because He first loved us. Well, that's the end of chapter 5 verses 1 through 5 as we look at the evidences of a maturing, growing love. I trust that's happening in your life. God bless, and you have a wonderful day.